This podcast is brought to you by Two More Reps Coffee Beans. Get your two more reps with this natural pre-workout. Buy your bag at twomoreps.com.au. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today I bring you another solo episode. Um, I've got some amazing guests lined up over the next couple of weeks, I really do, but for now um, I wanted to do somewhat of a, I suppose there's a bit of comedy in this one in regards to um, what the topic is, but it also is very relevant. You know, we've moved past the whole COVID uh, situation where, you know, gyms were obviously closed and people have become much more conscious about their health. So, you know, gym memberships are probably at an all-time high. We're at the start of 2023 when a lot of people focus on their health, uh, their fitness, um, attending gyms, attending group fitness, all those sorts of things, you know. So there's a lot of consciousness regarding that. Um, But gyms themselves can be somewhat intimidating to someone who isn't experienced in that realm, you know. They can be overwhelming, intimidating. Um, The people that attend can obviously do that as well. So with that being said, my um, podcast today is my top five pet peeves in the gym. Now I put out a um, a poll or a questionnaire on my Instagram uh, a couple of weeks ago and I got some really interesting takes and and feedback, but there was one that was um, more answered than any others. And that was number one. So I'm gonna go through the top five in order from one to five um look that in terms of you know where they rank um you know i'm not i'm not doing it in that particular order these are just my top five that (laughs) irritate me the most and obviously are somewhat um i guess what's the word i'm looking for um you know they're 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 popular in regards to more people than not agree (laughs) although there is one that's probably um a little bit left of field but anyway enough rambling let's get on with it so number one hogging equipment oh my god um this one is by far the one that was answered the most and um identified as everybody's pet peeve and look you know hogging equipment I i don't i don't get it because in order to hog equipment right you've got to have a level of arrogance where you just don't care because you are fully aware of what you're doing and the worst scenario is when it's a busy gym so a busy gym means that there's lots of people all trying to train on effectively limited equipment, you know, depending on the size of the gym. Most gyms only have one piece of every piece of equipment, right? One leg press, one bench press, one chest press, one shoulder press. Some of the really big gyms have multiple, but not many. So when you attend a gym, and generally it is the busier times because that's when most people can get to the gym, you know, you're in there doing your best, following a program, yet there's some knucklehead taking up two or three pieces of equipment or just dawdling on the one that they're on. Like I remember one instance in particular, and I often reference this because it just blew me away. I had, uh, I went in, I did my complete program, and I think there would have been five or six exercises with a minimum of five sets and everything. And I was walking to the final exercise, so the fifth one, and I'd noticed, a, when I walked in, I noticed a guy on the seated, the seated, um, seated row, 
he was doing his rows. He had his phone between sets and he was mucking around. I did all my work, came back to the final machine, which was near where he was, and he was still there. He was still doing those seated rows. And, you know, what people don't realize is they're missing out on a key component of training when they dawdle like that, and that is intensity. You know, your heart rate's going to spike when you train, and then it's going to go right back down to close to resting if you break for too long. So you're doing yourself a disservice by taking the piss and being on your phone or talking or buggering off for a period of time and not getting through your set in an adequate time. Now, not everyone has to train at an at intensity level that you know I select or I train at or you know some of my, uh, my colleagues train at, but you know, there, there's a significant advantage to achieving the goals you want through high intense training. You know? But don't be a dickhead that sits on, and, and this applies to males and females. You know, I, I singled out that male because he was the example that I, I still remember, but I've seen it with girls as well. They'll sit on their phone and they'll scroll Instagram or they'll be messaging someone or whatever. Even people will get off off the machine, the towel's still on there, and they'll go chat to a friend in the gym. And I get that the gym is social. I completely appreciate that. It's really cool that that is the case. But if you if you know you're going to have a conversation that's going to last more than two minutes, take your towel with you. Stop hogging the equipment. There's plenty of other people in the gym that want to get their exercises done. They want to get their training done. You know, I cannot tell you how many times I've made it very clear when I've been waiting for a piece of equipment and I've sort of stood within the vicinity constantly looking in the direction of the person that's on it, looking, okay, you know, it looks like they may be finished, maybe they've got one or two more sets, but they're dawdling between their sets, they're on their phone, they're fucking around. And I'm not one to sort of go over and say, look, do you mind if I work in with you? That's sort of not my style. I'd rather, because if someone did that to me, I'd, I'd probably prefer them not to because I train a certain way and I want that space for just me. You know, the gym is my time. It allows me to think clearly. It really gives me clarity uh, for the day. And, and you know, I, I like to be really focused in on what I'm doing. But, you know, some, some people will ask to work in and that's fine. But, you know, if you... You need to be aware of the space around you. You need to be aware of those around you that are potentially waiting for you to finish. So every between each set, I always look up and just you know visually check and make sure no one's sort of waiting for a piece of equipment. Um, it, it, it's so important because you know the last thing you want to do is piss people off in the gym, and then you become that person, and then they tell their friends and they go, oh, "That guy's, you know, he he bloody well holds the equipment every single week." Um, you know, you don't want to be that, that guy. You don't want to be that girl. You don't want to be spoken about like that. Like, there's enough angry, tense, frustrated people in the gym as it is, let alone pissing more people off because you're doing the wrong thing and hogging some equipment, right? If you're supersetting, don't, <laughs> don't do it in a bit when it's busy. Like, that means you're going to take up two or three pieces of equipment when... There's so many people that can't actually physically get through their program because there's not enough equipment to go around. And I've seen that firsthand. So don't superset or superset with alternatives like use dumbbells because they're always readily available or go down to the functional area and do your supersets down there. Don't superset between machines when you know full well that they're gonna be uh, needed or wanted or in high demand at certain times throughout the day. Um, you know, it, it does require a lot of arrogance to put yourself in that position um, you know and if you aren't aware then it's ignorance not arrogance but you you should be paying attention to the environment around you and knowing that you get in and get out and get the job done don't take the piss 
don't fuck around and you're doing yourself a disservice if you're taking longer than necessary to get through a single exercise okay you're cooling your body down and in fact you're heightening the risk of injury by cool allowing your body to cool down because your breaks are five plus minutes okay minimize the breaks keep up the intensity and i guarantee you'll see better progression because of it so if you are an equipment hogger if you are an arrogant person that hogs the equipment takes way too long takes the piss for fuck's sake, stop doing it. Just stop doing it. Like, it really drives me up the wall. And I've often messaged my wife and said, you won't believe this person that is hogging this equipment. And yeah, and you shouldn't be doing 10 sets either. That's another thing I wanted to bring up. Like, that's ridiculous um, to do like 10 sets of something on one piece of equipment. Again, if it's busy, don't do it. If it's quiet, you might be able to get away with it. That's fine. But I don't think I've ever programmed 10 sets of something for someone. That's just ludicrous and, and counterproductive. So... The best port and a port of call or the best action you could take is get in, get your exercise done and get out, okay? So that's number one, hogging equipment, does my head in. Now these are obviously my preference, but some people will agree with some of these and some won't. Now, number two, not putting your weights away. Now this references dumbbells and plates, more so plates than anything else. Believe it or not, some people in the gym are so fucking lazy that they do their lifts and then they just move on to the next exercise. And it's like, dude, what the hell are you doing? You know, and for me, I don't mind it so much because obviously, you know, I can physically lift the plates and it's not an issue. And and I see it as an advantage because I'm effectively doing more work in my training session. So I'm getting more out of it. Um, but then you've got like, unfortunately, beginners or those that just aren't as strong, whether it's male or female. And, you know, the worst example is a leg press. Like a doodle or even a female will jump on a leg press lift up, you know, three, 400 kilos, which is a mountain of plates, do their sets, and then walk off. I mean, what the fuck? What are you doing? How arrogant do you have to be to then go, oh, I'm, I'm not going to unload that. Someone else can take care of that for me. Like, that's just pure stupidity and dickheadedness. Yes, I just made that word up. Because now, the next person who comes along, chances are they're not going to be able to lift that weight. So firstly, they've got to un unstack the, the load and that could um, be a lot. Like if it's someone who's new and only lifting, you know, 60 kilos and they've got to unstack three or 400, they're going to be there for 10 minutes doing that. And secondly, you as the person who lifted that weight are missing out on a vital part of exercise. You know, half the battle is loading and unloading a leg press, you know, 10 plus or maybe even 15, 20 plates on that leg press. Like think about the work you're actually doing, the energy you're expending and the calories you're burning. Why are you not taking advantage of that? Why are you being lazy? Laziness is just abhorrent and it should not be tolerated in the gym. And I hate people that do that. You know, they leave, um, you know, another poor example is like a, um, a hack squat or a pendulum squat where they've let the squatting device so the machine itself sit on the bottom um the bottom setting or even it's it's a they've allowed it's a bottom out particularly on a hack squat that it's sit on the rubbers so straight away um someone who's weaker ha can't jump in and just lift it back up to a setting that's suitable to their height they first got to unstack it then lift it up then restack it to whatever the weight they need to lift again stupidity and just dickheadedness stop doing it 
be courteous to your fellow gym user, particularly, and this is why, I go back to my original point, this is why people are generally overwhelmed and intimidated in the gym, because there's dickhead behaviors like this that go on and on and on and on. I don't care if you're jacked up with steroids. I don't care if you lift 500 kilos on a leg press and can bench press 150 kilos. I could not give two shits about that. To me, Everyone should be treated equally in the gym. Everyone should be exactly the same, whether you are an advanced lifter, an intermediate lifter, or a beginner and still finding your way. Everyone should have the same opportunity and the same access and should not be, you know, and should not feel like they don't belong because they get to a machine that's still got weights on it. So please, put your weights away. Same thing goes for dumbbells. They're a little bit simpler because people have just obviously worked out with them and left them where they trained. But at the same time, put them away. Again, more energy required, so you're going to benefit from it. <clears throat> so again, stop being a dickhead, really. All right, number three. Now, this one came up quite a bit. And look, I don't have a significant problem with this, but there are, there are instances where I've gone, oh my God, why? And that is hygiene. Okay, we've just gone through COVID where hygiene was at the forefront of our minds. So gyms had to obviously up their standards in terms of hygiene and, you know, wiping down benches um, after use and things like that. And they've, and they've kept that, that standard in place. You know, you've got wipes everywhere now. Some gyms have spray bottles and there's signs up everywhere saying wipe down after use. Use a towel and wipe down after use, which is fine. Like, that's, it's, it's hygienic, it's clean, um, you know, cool, fantastic. But then there's dickheads, and I constantly refer to them as this, dickheads that go into the gym, they've got a towel, but they don't actually use it. That's one item. And then secondly, they will sweat all over the machine or the bench, finish their set, and then move on to the next one. And there's all these beads of sweat, and I just, you know, it's just gross. It takes you literally 10 seconds to wipe down a bench or a machine. And look, I, I put my hand up and sometimes, because I'm using a towel, I forget, but I wipe the bench down more, more often than not with my towel. But if you have a towel and you are a sweaty person, because plenty of people are, and that's fine. I think if you're sweating, it means you're training hard, so good on you. But you don't wipe down the bench or you don't practice good hygiene in the gym. It is disgusting. It is gross. Like, And it's unsafe. You know, come on, pick your game up. It's not that hard to wipe down a bench after you. I remember in one of the gyms I used to work at, um, one of the guys, and I won't obviously identify where it was or who it was, although the people that know me will probably figure it out, was he he would come in and he'd do a lot of power lifting and, and sort of crossfitting clean and presses and clean and jerks and all this sort of stuff. And he was a massive sweater. Sweat would go all over the floor because he's working off the floor. There'd be pools of it everywhere. And one of the reception girls had enough because he would then move on and leave these pools of sweat. And she approached him one day and made him, in front of everybody, wipe up his sweat. And I still remember this this day. I thought, good on you. Um, you know, it, it is gross. And most males would go, whatever. But at the same time, it's dangerous too. If there's a pool of water on the floor, you can slip over. You know, you could, you could get moisture on the back of your foot, step on a slippery surface and bang, over you go. But more so, you know, it's the hygiene factor. The last thing you want to do is sit down on a bench or a machine and realize that someone has been on it before you and it's all wet and gross and smelly and whatever. Now, a lot of people um, also mentioned smell, you know, bad BO and things like that. Look, I don't have a problem with that. Um, you know, it's not like you go to the gym in your best attire, put on your best aftershave and try and look the best, although a lot of females do. Um, 
you know, if you are smelly at the end of a gym session, and I know I am, um, and I, I'm completely open about that because I've worked fucking hard. Like I train hard. I train with intensity and I train hard. So I expect to be smelly, sweaty, and heavily fatigued. And that's okay. But then I leave the gym and I go home and I shower and, and away you go. Um, so look, you know, if, if that's an issue for you, um, I don't know what the answer is. I'm happy to take um, feedback on that particular one. But the biggest one for me is obviously sweating on machines. Even sweating on dumbbells, I've noticed, is, is more common. Like people will obviously do their dumbbell whatevers. And because they're sweat running down their arms, the sweat then drips onto the handle, onto the dumbbell. And you got to pick it up after they put it back. And most people don't wipe down a dumbbell. They just forget to do it. You know, and then you've grabbed the wet handle. It's it is gross. So, yeah, things like that kind of kind of irk me a little bit. But it's the sweating on the bench that really gets me. All right, number four. Now this is more, um, you know, it's it's more directed at the gym goer, and that is people incorrectly performing an exercise to a point where it either looks ridiculous or it's very unsafe. And I see this often. I see this so often. Um, you know, and, and look, I take my hat off to everyone who steps foot in a gym and trains and trains regularly because, you know, you're doing yourself a service. You're looking after your health and you're prioritizing your health. So well done. And I applaud you for that. But it is, you know, it is in a dangerous environment and there's high risk of injury. So you need to know how to perform exercises correctly and not just base your knowledge off what you see on Instagram or YouTube. Actually get some advice. It should almost be compulsory for every gym to insist that every new member does a couple of sessions with a PT. And unfortunately, there's a lot of crappy PTs out there, which I'll go into in a second, but there's been so many people over the years I've been working in this industry where I've, you know, and I'm a big observer. Like if you know me when I train between my sets, I'll just sort of look around and, and it's not to be <laughs> weird or, you know, uh, perversive or anything like that. It's purely from a sociological perspective and identifying people's personalities, their behaviors, and obviously their training. And I see it so often where individuals will be training a certain exercise and I have to cringe because I think, fuck, they're going to hurt themselves. You know, picking up a deadlift with a bent back or flying around with um, dumbbells in hand doing lateral raises looks like you're trying to take off out of your, you know, a, a bird's nest. And, um, you know, stuff on cables that I couldn't even tell you what muscle they were working, you know. There's so many weird exercises that people do thinking they're doing the correct thing. You know, but then there's also those that want to lift heavier and want to lift more. So they actually use momentum and swing and just trying to get the exercise done without actually thinking, hang on a second, am I actually targeting the correct muscle? Am I actually engaging the correct muscle? Am I doing this in a strict manner? How's my execution? How's my technique? How's my range of motion? No, they just in their mind go, I gotta get through it, I gotta get through it, I'll do whatever it takes. Even though I look like a spastic, I gotta get through it. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a really hard one to um, sit back and not do anything about because it's in my nature to help people, right? That's my job. But unfortunately, um, when, you, when you're in a different gym that you're a member of, or you're a pain member, not a PT as such, you kind of have to just sit back and not say anything, even though that person could potentially hurt themselves. So it's a real catch-22 situation. Um, so yeah, like if I know, if, I, if I've got a really good relationship with a trainer in the gym, I might tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, this guy's performing this exercise incorrectly. Do, do you feel like you're comfortable to go and talk to them and maybe talk them through it. But, you know, more often than not, it really, um, 
is concerning. And what's more concerning is that there are plenty of PTs in most gyms that don't approach these people. And it's either through the fact that they go, oh, whatever, I don't need to, or they don't have the knowledge that the technical uh, um, education to actually identify when someone is doing something wrong. For me, when I was in a commercial gym, I saw it as a great opportunity to build a rapport with someone and just help them. And nine times out of 10, most people will be thankful for you assisting. You know, there's gonna be the the, the odd one here and there go, I don't need your help, you know. Um, But more often than not, they appreciate the help, they're grateful for the help, and they maybe send business your way because they do appreciate that help. Um, So don't be an arrogant PT, don't think you're better than everyone else, and continually learn, I guess is the other point, but I'm getting off topic. So if you're a person in the gym and you're training with friends and you see them performing something very poorly or very incorrectly, or you believe, oh, you might hurt yourself, go over and speak to them and say, hey, you know, I, I think that's an incorrect way to do that. Maybe we should look it up and just double check and make sure that your position is correct, your technique is correct, and let's make sure that you're, you know, you're not going too heavy too soon. So yeah, definitely one that that really um, bugs me, but it's something I really can't do too much about. So unfortunately, I'm stuck on that one. And the final one kind of segues from number four into number five, and that is poor personal trainers. Like this one really does my head in. Um, You know, it was apparent to me very early on in in my career as a personal trainer and coach that the the market was saturated with personal trainers because of the, the, um, the quick way you could get your qualifications. And I established very early on that while there's so many personal trainers in the industry, there's only a small amount of good ones. And the good ones are the ones that care. The good ones are the ones that have good knowledge, good experience, good education, continually learn and um, acknowledge when they're wrong. We'll, con- we'll pick up when, um, you know, we'll learn something if they don't know it. They'll admit, oh, I don't know that. Let me find out and I'll come back to you, things like that. But then there's the other PTs that will just bullshit their way through any scenario, tell crap, allow someone to train poorly or incorrectly. And that does my head in. Someone's paying you top dollar and you are allowing them to train in a way that's actually going to potentially hurt them. I see it all the time and it does my head in. But again, I can't say anything. Okay, otherwise I'll be that trainer. Oh, did you hear what Paul said to me the other day? You know, you don't want to obviously create that conflict in a commercial um, environment. It's not professional. if I know them, I might say something, but nine times out of 10, I, I only know of them or have spoken to them briefly, so I, I'm not on that level with them, but it it really does my head in, and, and I think, Jesus Christ, like how are people going to evolve in their training and progress when you're teaching them to do something in an incorrect manner or an incorrect way, or even a way that's potentially gonna hurt them? You know, allowing them to pick up a ridiculously heavy deadlift when they don't have their brace, their core braced or their back correctly positioned you know that's fucked i've seen and know firsthand of individuals that have been encouraged to lift really heavy deadlifts with poor technique and they've actually popped discs in their back i know firsthand who these individuals are and i know the trainers that they worked under for a period of time and unfortunately now they're constantly suffering in discomfort and pain and have been recommended spinal fusion surgery to overcome it. It's like, what the fuck? How the hell did a trainer allow them to lift something 
under those circumstances. And then this is the result. I do not know. <clears throat> so there's plenty of poor trainers out there. So I guess my point regarding that is, you know, if you're listening to this and you haven't worked with a trainer before, but you're thinking about it, please do your research. Please, um, you know, speak to others who have trained under them. Look at their website. Look at their socials. Look at their credentials. Look at their experience. How long have they been in the, the um, industry for? You know, have they got the technical nows to assist you? Are they technical Nazis? Every trainer should be a technical Nazi whereby they pull you up on the smallest thing so you improve. There's nothing better than allowing a client to improve in their technique because then they're going to lift more, they're going to feel powerful, they're going to feel strong, and they're going to keep coming back to you. But the, the, the PTs that just continually go through the motions, turn up every day, and you know, good luck to them because they, they're running a reasonably successful business, but it'll come to a point where someone will hurt themselves to a point where they go, hang on a second, I'm going to come back to you and I th- I'm going to take further matters because I don't believe that was right. And then they reference, you know, CCT video or someone filmed them and they go, yes, that wasn't right. And all of a sudden it becomes a claim. And then that trainer is in deep shit because <laughs> nine times out of 10, a lot of trainers don't have correct insurance, if any insurance at all. So straight away, there goes their livelihood. Um, so yeah, it, it, it does my head in. And again, it's, it's something I observe, but it's something I can't speak about. So they're my five, hogging equipment, not putting the weights away, hygiene, incorrect exercising by the general public and poor personal trainers. Uh, So I hope you got a bit of a kick out of that. So by all means, comment, send me a message, let me know what your um, top five pet peeves are or just any in general if I haven't covered them. Um, It's an interesting calamity, it is, you know, the gym environment because you get so many different personalities, so many different characters, some refuse to get assistance some really uh, look lost others are sort of in between and um, you know it's an environment where it should be happy it should be fun it should be um, exciting like I, I, I get excited to go to the gym every single time I, I make a conscious effort to go at least five times a week and um, you know I get really excited and that's how most people should be <clears throat> it shouldn't be a daunting experience it shouldn't be an experience where you go oh my god I've got to go to the gym I hate that place, you know, or, or you look at your program and go, oh, I've got to deal with this exercise. I hate this exercise. No, 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 no. I'm going to dominate that exercise. I'm going to smash it. I'm going to get stronger in that particular exercise because that is there for a reason, you know, and, and they're the sort of things, the positive way you've got to put a spin on stuff. But I think as a society, as a community, there's always going to be pet peeves. There's always going to be things that bug us. Um, but we can definitely make improvements in the gym environment in terms of sharing the equipment better. You know, it's an underlying etiquette. You know, it's not a rule per se, and it's certainly not a rule that most gyms enforce, but there's an underlying etiquette about sharing equipment, not hogging equipment, wiping down equipment, putting your weights away that most people are aware of. <clears throat> it's only the truly arrogant or ignorant that are unaware of these rules or choose not to follow them, and they're the ones that piss most people off, including myself. So anyway, that's it for me and uh, I really appreciate everyone tuning in once again. And I hope this uh, podcast has come across clear because I have a new microphone and it seems to be working quite well. So I'd love some feedback on how the clarity is because I know the last couple of podcasts haven't been the greatest. So I do apologize for that. So I've invested in a new microphone. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, please do screenshot and share it on your stories and um, maybe list your own um, pet peeves and also obviously tag myself. Um, at Paul's Body Engineering. Um, If you're interested in my coaching services, please jump on my website, paulsbodyengineering.com. And as I say to every client every single day, have a great day.